This is Speaking of Speaking, quick tips and tools to take you from stage fright to spotlight. This podcast gives you an inside look from the world of public speaking and the speaking secrets you need to be bold from the stage, no matter what business you're in. The host of Speaking of Speaking, Carl Richards. Thank you, Matt. Welcome once again to the Speaking of Speaking podcast. Last time we were talking about the 30-second elevator pitch and why it's an effective tool to promote yourself as an expert. Today, I want to take it a step further and talk to you about getting more real, connecting with your two-minute client story. And the reason why I started doing this as a training piece, because I've for the longest time, I've been training people how to do their 30-second elevator pitch. But I recognized that every now and again, you're given the opportunity to speak for more than 30 seconds in a networking setting. So when you're given 30 seconds, it's pretty tight. It's pretty succinct. But but when you're given extra time to speak, what do you do with that extra time? Well, in my experience, what most people do when they're given two minutes to speak and they only have 30 seconds of content is they ramble and they make things up and they talk about random things that may or may not connect with what it is that they're trying to convey to the audience. So they're, they, they really lose sight of where it is that they're going with their talk. So I created this, this format and this template to really help people navigate those shorter talks where you only have two minutes. And I've, I've been in situations where I've been given the microphone and said, here, talk for two minutes on what you do. And to talk for two minutes on what you do. And again, when you're used to doing it in 30 seconds to a minute becomes a little bit challenging. So this is what I came up with. So a two-minute client story, basically, it's similar to an elevator pitch, but different as well. So you'll notice some similarities, but you'll also notice some differences as we go through this. So a two-minute client story is a short talk that, like an elevator pitch, promotes your business or your passion. It answers the question, why you? And it showcases a real client you have successfully helped. That's very important. You know, you don't want to use a fake client. You want to use a real client that you have helped. It is not, it is not an opportunity for you to ramble. It is not an opportunity for you to promote other people's businesses. And I've seen that happen too, where somebody will do a 15 second elevator pitch and then for the remaining minute, 45 seconds, promote something or someone else. That's not going to help you when you're trying to promote what you do. All right. Keep in mind, it's about you and about the clients that you have helped. And again, like the elevator pitch, it's not a soapbox for you to complain or talk about the news of the day. For a successful client story, like the elevator pitch, you need three things. You need to identify the problem that you solve, the solution that you provide. You do need the call to action at the end, but then you also need a couple of other things. So there are actually five things that you need in total. So once again, the problem you solve and like the elevator pitch, you position it in such a way using the pain points, whether they are, and if you remember what they are from last time, they are time, money, health, and relationships. Those are the four main pain points, time, money, health, and relationships. Then you identify the solution to that problem. Then there are two other things before you get to your call to action. It's the backstory of the client that you helped and then your success with helping that client. 
So the backstory of the client that you helped is why they came to you in the first place. What was their problem? What was the problem that they were having? Why did they come to you? What was it that was keeping them awake at night? What was holding them back from running the business or having the life, for example, that they wanted? So what's the backstory? Then you can say, here's the solution we came up with for client X, Y, and Z and give them a name. Make sure, as I said, make sure it's a real person. What was the solution you came up with? And then give the report of where they are now. So there should be probably three to six months between the time you helped that client. Maybe it's longer, but it should definitely reflect one of your best clients. The person who every single time they are out in the community or are at events, are singing your praises. That's the perfect client that you want to showcase in your client problem solution, in your client story. So again, the backstory, what was their problem when they came to you? What did you do? What was the plan that you put in motion to help them? And then where are they at today? Then your call to action. And your call to action, again, can be something like if you are committed and ready, like Susan, I'll use that name as an example, like Susan was, if you are committed to growing your business by speaking about what it is that you do, schedule a speaking breakthrough session with me. And that is, again, very similar to how you would end your elevator pitch. Now, I do have templates that are different as well. And the wording becomes very important here. You want to make sure you are using emotional language to connect with the audience. You want to make sure that you are also sharing in detail what emotions were happening with your client. You know, don't just say that this client came to me and we helped them do this. We need to hear what exactly, what, what pain was that client in? What pain was that potential client in when they came to you? You were the solution to the problem. What was that problem? You have to make that problem sound so real that we can feel it too. Almost like we're right there with your client when they were saying, oh, I can't believe I have this problem. Can you help me? So we have to feel it just like they did because otherwise it won't be real and we won't make the connection either. To recap, for your successful client story, you need five things again. Identify the problem that you solve using pain points, using you know one or more of those pain points. What's your solution? The backstory of you of the client you helped and what their problem was based on the pain point. Your solution to their problem and where are they now? Where are they now that you have helped them? And by the way, make sure that the where are they now isn't, well, their life is the same. <laughs> you want to show that because you you have helped them, they are now having a more successful life or they are feeling more successful or more confident in their own business or in their own life, whatever it is. So how long is your two-minute client story? Just like with the 30-second elevator pitch, you're probably thinking, okay, it's two minutes. That's that's how long it is. But how many words is that? And what are you going to say? How are you going to use those words effectively? So your two-minute client story is roughly 200 to 250 words. Roughly. Might be a little bit longer, depending on your rate of speech. Might be a little bit shorter if you're a very slow talker or if there are things that you... You know, things that you will ask the audience that maybe require more, more of a chance for them to participate. But make sure that you are writing it 
to 200 to 250 words and just like your elevator pitch, write it word for word. Use a template, write it word for word based on the problem, solution, the backstory, your success with helping that client with coming up with a solution and then giving the update to where they are now and the call to action. Okay, so write it with those templated points in mind because you want to make sure it's consistent every single time you have a couple of minutes to share it with an audience. For your client story, do position yourself as a visible expert. A lot of people don't. A lot of people will leave themselves out of the equation. They'll say, when Joanne came to us, she had this problem, and here's what we did. If you are the expert and you're a solopreneur, say, when Joanne came to me, this is what Joanne's problem was, and I was able to sit down with Joanne and come up with a fantastic solution, and I'm pleased to say now that here's where Joanne is today. Put yourself in it. Make sure you are positioning yourself as the expert. Make sure you use a real client. I can't stress this enough. Some people will say, well, I don't, I don't really have a real client that I want to use or I have client confidentiality, so I can't use the real name. It's okay. If you can't use the real name, use a made up name, but still cover the information. So if you can't use Joanne's name, instead of calling Joanne, Joanne, call her Susan. Call her Jennifer, call her something else if you have to, but make sure you use the information because people will connect with a real person more than they will somebody or something that is just situational. They'll connect more with a real live person that you have helped. For your client's story, again, be yourself, be authentic, be the expert, make sure people know that you are an expert and make sure that you are connecting using emotional language. And again, onto the don'ts, very much like the elevator pitch, don't sell. This isn't about saying, here's how we help Susan. Oh, and by the way, we're having a sale this month on the same product or the same service that Susan used. No, again, it's not about selling a product or a service. It's not about offering a BOGO or anything like that. It's about connecting and telling people why you, how you helped client X and how you're going to help them, how you're going to help the people in your audience. Don't sell yourself short. Again, that goes back to placing yourself as the visible expert. Don't downplay how you helped that individual. Make it known. Even allow for a little bit of applause if it's appropriate in that two-minute client story. And again, just like the elevator pitch, don't complicate it. Don't overthink it. And keep it consistent. Keep it consistent and keep it simple. I also can't stress that enough. I, I, I know people who write their elevator pitches and come up with different two-minute client stories every single time they speak. And it's frustrating from, from my standpoint as a, as a professional speaker and, and coach, but I can see how it's not serving people because I see them struggle every single time they speak. Speak about what you know about. Be consistent with it. Make sure it reflects your brand. And again, don't complicate it. So that is the two-minute client story. If you need a hand with that, if you have any questions, you can schedule a speaking breakthrough session with me today, and we can actually walk through it in a little bit more detail. Next time, I want to talk on the podcast about podcasting. I had a chance to deliver a fantastic workshop in my virtual networking community a week and a half ago about podcasting. So I'll share that information with you on the next edition of Speaking of Speaking. Until next time, it's Carl Richards. Get out there and own the platform. 
Thanks for listening to the Speaking of Speaking podcast. Fired up about something you heard today? Want to learn more? Be sure to visit carlspeaks.ca. And don't forget to follow Carl on Twitter at carlrichard72 or join the Facebook group Speaking of Speaking.